your girl autumn and i welcome you back to the lit life podcast where i encourage you to live your life autonomously so once again happy uh black history month niggas like this will be the last episode of um black history month 2022 and i just figure you know what (laughs) Why not do this this concert recap, right? Like, I'm so hyped and I cannot wait uh, to tell you all about it. First, I'd like to say welcome back to everyone that has been holding me down, listening, tweeting me out. You know what I'm saying? I'm always very appreciative of you all. I'm very appreciative of the people who listen who don't tell me about it. I was just telling telling somebody that the other day about... Um, like how being a content creator works it's like everybody is not always going to be like oh hey I bought your thing or oh hey I listened to this or you know or oh I was in your life like people don't always tell you but they actually do listen and support so that that makes a difference so to those of you who you know who are consistently listening to my podcast every week I just want to really thank you and I hope that you guys are really enjoying it and continue to enjoy it um to all my new listeners shout out to y'all thanks for coming you know just like I always tweet on out on Twitter when I because every once in a while I'll get a gang of followers like and I don't know you know where they're coming from but I always have to tell them like okay you know thanks for following me I appreciate y'all I just want to let y'all know I say nigga a lot especially during Black History Month like I love pancakes waffles and french toast and bacon and you know I'm gonna be tweeting about this cat you know what I'm saying so I'll just tell y'all that too like all of this shit that I do here on the Lit Life podcast is is extremely random, but there and it's like it's like um uh, it's like a controlled type of chaos. It's like I never even know what the fuck is gonna happen when I hit record, but just like now, like I I didn't realize that I wasn't gonna be recording video. I'm I haven't recorded any video this time around, so I mean I get back to it whenever, whatever. But I figured I'd do this, you know, get this shit out the way. Um, hopefully, if you guys did not tune in live to a uh, podcast happy hour, uh, it is uploaded on YouTube and Facebook. It was on my platform, so if you just go to litlifepodcast.com, you can get to both. Uh, and I'm going to upload the audio, the audio, as you're listening to this may already be uploaded. So I just been being, you know, y'all know how I be trash or whatever, but 
Whatever, it is what it is. Um, yeah, let's get to it. All right, this is everybody's favorite part of the show. It's the Shut the Fuck Up Awards. It is um, basically where you could tell anybody or any company or any movement or any group of people or a cat or a dog or, you know, some kids, whatever, to just shut the fuck up. Like, I mean, this is your platform to do it. Um, I, I feel like I don't have like a solid shut the fuck up award like I typically do, but I'm just going to say this. I have been trying. So, okay. Y'all know I say, I've been saying it every week. I bought a house. I've been trying to get the shit together. Um, and I'm one of those people that have tunnel vision. So it's like, if it's something that I see that I want, because I'm because I'm also picky like I I'm not when I go to the mall I already know what I'm going in in there to get I already have it in my head even if it's something that I've never seen I have an idea of what it is I want in my head I do that for clothes I do it for shoes and I do it for furniture like I do it for especially um you know any items that I'm going to be spending like a lot of money on or whatever so I had been buying appliances and things like that in the in the order of which they were needed so I had to buy a refrigerator first and then I bought a washer and dryer And now it's time for me to buy a bed. And everybody's like, well, where the hell you been sleeping at? Well, I have a bed, right? I've, I've been sleeping in my bed, um, you know, in the same bed that I had, the bed is fine. It's a queen size bed. I just figured when I moved that I would, you know, get a king size bed. Why? I don't know, but whatever. And I think I told y'all all of this, like on podcast happy hour about how I've been shopping for this bed. So there was one bed. I'm going to tell you about two beds. There was one bed at Rooms to Go. They get a shut the fuck up award because, and it's not, and, I, and I'll say this in a minute, but I'm just going to go ahead and get the award out. They get one because they're, they, the, the bed is not available until like six months from now. Like the one, the initial bed that I really liked is not, you can't get it for like six months. I, I can wait six months because I have a bed and I have a place to sleep, but I, I can't mentally like in my head, wait six months. Like I have to get this room together because I'm tired of it looking the way that it's looking right with nothing in it and just like clothes everywhere. So that's, that's just a no. And so I, I, I sent them a chat because I'm like, you know, well, is this true? Like, is, is this miscalculating? Like what's happening? And it was like, well, all the parts of the bed are available like next week, but except for one part. And it's like a major part that you need to whatever. So I started looking around again for similar beds. And so there's one bed that I had been seeing at big, big lots. And I didn't want it at first because of the color, but it's a neutral color. So I was like, you know what? It's like the way that it's built, the way that it's put together, like the way that it is. I've seen it so many times and I've admired it so many times. Like, I'm like, I think I like this one better than the one at Rooms to Go. I said, let me go in here and see what their mattresses are like, whatever, what have you. I think I finally figured out like the type of mattress that I need, which is probably firm with a pillow top or Euro top on it. So, you know, I'm, I get up, what, what the fuck was this Saturday morning, uh, Friday or Saturday morning. I'm getting ready to get to the shit. I'm like, yes, I know what the fuck I'm getting. Boom, boom, boom. 
I'm like, yeah, I want to order this bed. Sis was like, uh, let me check see if we have it in stock. Okay, no, we don't have it in stock. Uh, let me see if I can find it at another store. I'm like, well, can I order it online? And she's like, no, uh, this is one that you have to get in the store. And so, I, listen, I was so pissed off. I was so irritated and agitated. I was like, I just walked out. I was like, okay, thank you. I wasn't rude to her. But I was like, thank you. And I just walked out because I figure I'll just get online myself and check to see what stores have it in stock. Like it's a bed that you have to buy from the store. Why nobody has this bed? Like no big lot store has this bed. They have the queen size, but they don't have the king size. Yo. I have been dedicating like an hour a day getting online trying to find something similar and I can't find it. And it's just, it's really pissing me off. <laughs> it's y'all It's really pissing me off. So first of all, shut the fuck up to big lots for not being able to order the motherfucker online. Like that's dumb. Like, I don't understand why you don't have like a central warehouse or whatever. And I don't need nobody that used to work retail or in a warehouse or furniture house or whatever. Get on here and tell me, oh, well, you just don't know how I work because I know I don't know how I work. I'm saying this is how I feel like it should work. So this is all fucking stupid. And shut the fuck up to whatever it was that initially started the supply chain to be fucked up because I feel like it was a little fucked up before uh, the pandemic. And now it's just all the way fucked up, which is the reason why these parts are not coming in. We're, you know, like a lot of the um, grocery stores are becoming more bare and bare. And I've been noticing the grocery stores being out of food since like, the beginning of the summer, last summer, 2021. So it's been going on and it's getting worse. Um, the gas is about to go the fuck up. Y'all know now we at fucking war. So, you know, if, if y'all ain't been paying attention, we're, we're definitely at war right now. So everything is about, so shut the fuck up to all of that basically is what I'm saying. So anyways, <laughs> that's my shut the fuck up a war for this week. Um, I wanted to keep this episode kind of short and y'all know I can get long winded when I get to talking about music and my favorite people in music. But I I could not let a whole week go by without me um, telling y'all about the concert that I went to over the weekend. I went to the culture, the culture tour and it was a new edition featuring Charlie Wilson and Jodeci. Um, if I'm keeping it 100, if I'm keeping it a TAM, for those of y'all who know, y'all know, I paid my money to see Jodeci because it's 2022 and when the fuck is Jodeci going to ever be on tour again? Like, who thought that Jodeci would be able to come back together after all of the craziness that they have uh, been through and, and put themselves through and the ups and downs and shit and falling off of stages and 
the drugs and just everything like that side ponytail that Devontae had like I literally had a tear roll down my face when I saw that picture um who would have thought you know what I'm saying that they would be back in 2022 giving us a, a live concert you know what I'm saying so I could not miss this guys I have I just could not miss this. Now, let me let me back up a little bit. Leading up to this, because I believe we got our tickets in December. So I saw that they were on tour. I feel like I tweeted it out or some shit like that. And then um, my realtor, Sharon, was like, you, you want to go? Like, me and my sisters are going to go. And, I, you know, I can get the tickets and you could just pay me back. And I'm like, what? Hell yeah. Like, because she has... Um, early access to get like a get the tickets early she got the tickets I'm like bet boom it is what it is it looks like it's good seats it was at uh, State Farm Arena I had never been to State Farm Arena um but also this was my first concert in two years like almost two years exactly like and I'm so mad that I didn't look up to see when the last concert. It, I know it was um, Raheem Devon, and I feel like it was in February. Uh, February 2020 was the last time that um, I, I've been to a concert. And y'all know how much I love concerts. Like, I love, love 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 concerts like that's my shit and yes it was um let me see I'm looking on here I can't see this February oh that was on February 28th so almost a month I mean almost a month almost two years to the exact date is the last time that I've been to a concert and that concert was actually pretty intimate it was at like city winery um Actually, they had too many fucking seats in there. They had too many people packed in there, to be honest. Um, and I felt like that before, you know, the pandemic hit. So I hope they've worked that out. But anyways, I, 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 I was cool when we bought the tickets. But leading up to this, like the last couple of weeks, y'all, I had the worst fucking anxiety. Like, I, I, I have worst anxiety about everything, right? But... I'm like, yo, am I really about to go in here with all these people? And y'all know, like, sports venues, the seats are so close together. Like, it's there's no wiggle room for anything. Like, they make those seats so fucking small, y'all. Like, it's just so bad. So, I was just like, oh, God. So I decided to leave my house. Let's see. The the concert started at 7. Um, so I decided to leave my house at 530. And I'm, I'm like mm, maybe about 30 minutes away from State Farm Arena. Like if there's no traffic, like if there's no, you know, congestion or whatever, I'm about 30 minutes. And so I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll do that. But of course I knew that, you know, I was going to have to wait to park and all that shit. I prepaid for parking, which was great. 
because um, it seems like the people who prepay, like if you didn't prepay, you were paying more for the parking. I got a good parking spot in the parking lot. Um, and I'm just like nervous about this. And so on the way there, I'm listening to the radio and I hear them say on the radio that it was sold out. And I'm like, nigga, stop lying. Like, <laughs> I'm like sold out. Like, okay. And I'm not, this is not to like discredit, you know, these acts because these are some fucking great acts, right? It just, I was just so, so surprised. I don't know why, but I was just so surprised that the this concert was completely sold out. So when I get there, um, I didn't have to stand in line too long to get in. Um, I had my mask on. Mostly everybody had masks on. Um... I mean, like you had to have a mask to get in in, in the first place is from what is from what I understand. But of course, you know, when people sit down, they take their mask off, whatever, you know, you take a mask off to eat and some people just left theirs off and, you know, whatever. And it didn't when I when I, I, I stopped, I had uh, got something to eat and was going to my seat like these niggas started on time. OK, on time. It was like, no, like, this was not your typical African-American concert that don't start on time. Like, these niggas started on time because I'm walking, get my food, or, you know, walking away, like, trying to find my gate or whatever. And I hear Jodeci, and I'm like, yo, so first of all, I was already, like, a little hurt, heartbroken that, I wasn't seeing them at their own concert. Like they opened up for new edition and like, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I get it. I like statistically, like, you know, the numbers, the group, the, the calibers of the group, all of that stuff. I get it. I'm just sad for myself that I never got to see Jodeci as a headline because now I know with them going first, their set is going to be shortened. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to be want to. They're not going to be able to do everything. You know everything that they may want to do, or everything that the fans want to hear from them, right? Um. So I hurry up, scurry to my seat. I have my mask on. I'm still cool. You know, like I'm I'm good with the mask on. And I'm looking around, and like it's filling up, but. The way that it was filling up kind of slowly, like, I didn't feel like it was going to be full. And then I started thinking, like, everybody probably thinks that they're going to start late. So, you know, they're going to. And this is why I, I like to get to concerts on time. Like, I want to be in my seat when the first act starts. I don't care who the first act is. I don't care if it's somebody I don't know. Because actually, I was expecting, it, like, maybe a local act to open up or whatever. But that didn't happen. Um, but anyways, I was there, so I didn't miss anything. I was so happy because I knew going in either I was going to be completely happy and satisfied with their performance, with Jodeci's performance, factoring in, again, age, drugs, side ponytail, falling off the stage, all of that, like factoring all of that shit in, 
I knew that I was either going to be because I because I, I give these older artists a break, right? They're my favorite artists. I give them a break. You know, they've been around 20, 30, 40 years, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like literally forever. Um, so they're not going to be as crisp and as perfect as they were back then when we were all like drooling over them or just really enjoying their fucking music. So I, I give them a little bit of grace, right? So I knew I was either going to be completely satisfied or I knew I was going to be like completely heartbroken and shattered. So again, I have anxiety about that. I'm like, shit, please let them do right. Like, please. And I was fucking pleased. I was fucking pleased. I was very excited. Every single song that they sang, I was extremely hype about it. Um, I screamed at the top of my lungs when Devonte came out and said, don't talk, just listen. I screamed when they sang love you for life. When they sang forever, my lady, like everything was perfect. There were two things that as a fan, I wish would have happened. I was good without it. You know, I'm okay without it, but two things that I wish would have happened when they were opening up the show, like maybe like the second song that they transitioned to was I'm still waiting. Y'all know if y'all listen to me and 12 Kyle talk about Jodeci's first album, y'all know that I'm still waiting is my favorite song on that album. My favorite Jodeci song, period. They did an upbeat version of it, a short upbeat version of it. I was able to vibe to it, but I really wanted to hear him sing that. I wanted to hear Katie sing that. Like, I just really wanted to hear that. I really, really did. Um, what was the other thing? Um, um, oh, damn, I can't even think. I can't think of what it was, but, but, you know, like live shows, they always do or add things to the songs. Like they'll do like a different souped up version of it or whatever. And I, I, they did great. I mean, again, there might've been a couple of cracked notes here and there. What the fuck ever? Like we are witnessing motherfucking the culture right here. We are witnessing like one of the, most influential R&B groups of the 90s in 2022, all four of them still alive in good health um, and still making us scream and holler like and making everything just everything like it was I was so happy, but here's the thing, like, I'm sweating, it's hot as fuck, I got this mask going, I was so irritated, I'm just like, oh my god, why do I have to, the lady next to me spilled her fucking pop on the ground, and it spilled on my boots, I felt it a little bit, but not really, like, but she's just doing the most over there, like, I wasn't really mad at her, I was just, like, irritated, it was just, it was just too many people, I would look around, and, like, the whole fucking place is full, I'm like, oh my god, and I just had to take a deep breath and say, you know what, I have to continue to enjoy this, like, I pay my money, I'm gonna continue to enjoy it, so I did. Um, and then, um, Charlie Wilson came out after they were done and, um, uncle Charlie, you know, I've seen him. This was my third time seeing uncle Charlie. Uh, I feel like his set was a good hour long. I think it was just a tad bit too long. 
Um, I'm not really sure if he even really like fit on this particular tour. Like I, I, I feel like there sh- probably should have been maybe like another group. I mean, like, uh, you know, you have like both like Jagged Edge and One Twelve here, or may here in the Atlanta area, or maybe even like a Keith Sweat, or you know what I'm saying, something like that, somewhere, something that was more um 90s and we know that uncle charlie his fucking music goes back to what like the 70s or you know even probably even before that like he's been doing this fucking shit like he's been fucking doing this shit great act i mean he came out with the motherfucking silver and gold sparkly jacket on that's why all the aunties was out here on they fucking walking roller things and seats or whatever um they got the good wigs out like i mean he brought him and he just got two fucking knee replacements and he got the knees. Like, I'm like, are you going to give Meg a run for her money with the knees? Like this man made me tired watching him going back and forth across this, this stage the same way he had, he has done like in previous shows that I've seen him in. So like kudos to uncle Charlie. I just feel like maybe he was like not the right person to put, um on this tour and maybe they should have like shortened his this nigga got music for like we could still be listening to him today and it's been like almost a week you know what i'm saying like we still could be listening to his music this man has music upon he has hits upon his he has touched so many different things like computer love and fuck like anything zapping roger and i know he was with the gap band and shit like it just he's a fucking rock star like charlie wilson is a fucking rock star and we give him all that credit and he deserves every bit of it i just feel like he shouldn't have been on this particular tour um and then the um the 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 final acts new edition um if you've never seen new if you're a new edition fan and you and you've never seen new edition in person I really hope that you get to see them. This is my second time seeing New Edition. Is it my second time or third time? No, this is my second time seeing New Edition. I saw New Edition on their uh, 25th anniversary tour, uh, which was probably like 15 years ago or something. Like it was really a long time ago. But they, the first time I saw them, um, that, that show was a little bit longer because it, I think they may have had like a local opener and then they did the rest of the show cause it was like long and they did like all of their hits plus, some um, all of Bobby Brown's hits, all of, uh, Johnny Gill's hits, all of B- BBD's hits and sensitivity you know what I'm saying and came by you love uh money came by you love whatever uh by Ralph so they did all of that so this time they kind of shortened it they made it um so it was a little bit more fluid because like before on the 25th anniversary tour they took they stopped a lot of times to talk they told stories you know they gave a little bit more time in between for people to change and all that stuff um 
But this one, it was just a little bit more fluid. It was like they come out with a new edition song and then like some new edition members kind of fade to the back. And, you know, like when Bobby Brown got up there um, and did my prerogative, like he actually did the steps. But BBD was the actual background dancers, which I found to be the dopest shit ever because I'm like, I'm like, yo. First and foremost, how do these niggas, how are these niggas still with the steps? Like, New Edition did not miss a beat. When Bobby Brown got tired, he just left the fucking stage. I mean, we already know that's how he do. You know, he went, he had to get his water. He had to, you know, change whatever the fuck he had to do. Johnny Gill as well. Johnny Gill, you know. But they all, like, if I, as a group, I would give them a good, like, 97 point five percent of all steps taken like that how do y'all remember I know that they've done this it's probably like muscle repetition by now like they've done it so many times but it's so amazing to see that they still know all of these iconic steps (laughs) that they've done for many many years and for BBD to learn Bobby Brown's fucking steps Like, that shit was just so dope to me. Like, I'm like, I know this is not them dancing in the background. Like, BBD basically stayed out there all the time. Um, But it was amazing. I mean, they did the majority of, you know, everything that everybody wanted to hear. Um, Oh, when they did Boys to Men. Like, oh, my God. Like, all of that. Um. Now, Johnny Gill, it did seem to me that Johnny Gill was forgetting his lyrics Um, when he when he maybe he couldn't hear or something, because when he finally would pick up on it, he's singing like he sounded good. I mean, he had a couple of cracks here and there, but he sounded like Johnny. You know what I'm saying? He very powerful voice tearing it down or whatever. Um, but his, something was definitely off with him. So I don't know if it was, again, if he couldn't hear the music or if he was just forgetting words, I don't know, but he was still with the steps. He still did my, 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 he's another one had the auntie standing up, like screaming and shit, ready to throw their draws out there. Like, cause it's fucking Johnny Gill. You know what I'm saying? But if you don't know, my favorite member of new edition is Ricky Bell. I love Ricky Bell so much, okay? I feel like the best thing to ever happen to Ricky Bell was for them to split up and him be a part of BBD because his voice, like, he could have carried new, he could have carried new edition as a lead. And I understand that they gave it to Ralph because, you know, his voice is different. It's kind of just like, it's kind of like Slim in 112. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can sing, but they have a very distinct voice. So, you know, you always kind of want to have that person that's going to, you can't, you know, you're always going to say, oh, I know who that is. It's just like, if you hear a Macy Gray, you know that's Macy Gray. If you hear Mary J. Blige, you know that's Mary J. Blige. If you hear Jay Hood, you know that's Jay Hood. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no mistake so I I get it but prior to Johnny joining new edition I believe that Ricky Bell had the strongest voice and could sing so I say all that to say 
he sang they sang um tell me when will I see you smile again which was enough to fill my heart up but I really wanted to hear I do need you that's my favorite BBD song and I really wanted to hear um Ricky Bell get out there and get the bag in like I just really that really would have tore me down I really would have wanted to really wanted to hear that but I didn't get to hear but it's okay I heard it he sang it they sang it at the 25th anniversary tour so it's not like I've never heard it live right um but the DJs were but yeah so overall like new edition was great I and I thoroughly enjoyed the entire concert um, aside from just having to have that mask on, um, I'm going to continue to wear a mask. Um, but I think I'm going to try to start doing things again. Like I still get so anxious about this stuff, guys. Like I still get, I still feel some type of way. Like even just thinking about it right now, it's just like, oh, uh, like there's so many things I want to do. There's so many um, 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 I'm, I'm like events and stuff coming up. Like there's one event coming up in May that, you know, we haven't had, haven't had the chance to go to in the past two years. And it's like, I'm so torn on going. Um, and I, I just feel like I've changed, like, I don't even want to say it like that, but I feel like I, I'm just, I don't, life is different life is so different right now and it's hard like it's so hard for me to just pick up and resume um um normal activity it's this has been it's been terrible for me like <laughs> I was just tweeting out about this the other day like y'all know I, I'm usually on the go I'll be trying to do shit I'll be trying to get on the damn plane I'm trying to go lay out and fucking beach I you know I'm trying to do all that shit casinos all of it and it's just so hard to do with even even like knowing or you know listening to um like the news and stuff and they're saying you know things are getting better and and I believe that I do believe that they're getting better but it still hasn't changed my hasn't changed the way I feel about all of this like life is so uncertain to me right now and now we're at fucking war like this is like nigga Anyways, um, but yeah, so the concert was definitely a much needed, um, a much needed event. I'm so glad that I went because I literally almost like at the last minute did not go. I'm so glad that I went and, um, I, I, you know, I, I say I'm looking forward to future concerts, but I can't even think of anybody that I haven't seen that I would want to see that's still alive, like, or that's still touring. Like, I literally cannot think of anyone. The people that I've wanted to see more than once, I've seen more than once. Um, I, I honestly can't think of anyone. Like, I've, I've been blessed, especially since I moved here. Like, I mean, you know, I used to go to Detroit all the time to up to Shane Park or the uh, Fox Theater to see different um acts or whatever but in the six years I've been here in the Atlanta area like I have seen everybody that I thought that I never would see like all of the old school acts I've seen a lot of like newer acts like I've been blessed with concerts and they've all been great like I can't even think of one concert or one person in concert aside from the Migos that I was just like man you know 
that's whack. Like, and I say the Migos because them niggas just got out there and stood around. Like, how do you just stand around and fight night is on? Like, I'm not, like, are y'all too cute? Like, what the fuck is happening? Like, I need y'all to, listen, if motherfucking Little John and the East Side Boys got out there and got out there talking about, if you don't give a damn, we don't give a fuck, nigga, this whole concert, like, somebody just might get stolen on for no reason. Like that's the type of energy. And, and, and they won't because now, you know, those of us that were in that crunk era, we're like above that and we know how to just enjoy it. But that's how I saw I'm saying. Like that's the vibe it's supposed to have. Uh, when, um, God, what is their names? Uh, crime mob got, came out at a concert and did fucking nook, nook if you book. Like, I didn't know if I was going to have to run and take cover. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I should feel when fight night comes on. Like, that's how I should feel. But anyways, I've never really been to a bad concert. And for that, I'm grateful. So, um, that's it. Uh, I, I wanted to bring my, my, my first concert in two years experience to you. I wanted to let you guys know that I thoroughly enjoyed Jodeci. Like, <laughs> I'm so happy I got to see them niggas. Like, I, oh my God, the videos, guys, I'm in there just screaming my head off. It's just amazing. But, um, I hope that y'all enjoyed the show. Uh, shout out again to those of you who, who keep coming back to listen to me every week and shout out to the new people and shout out to my friends from tagged. Like y'all really been showing up for, for sis. Like I, I really appreciate y'all. Um, it does not go unnoticed. Um, but yeah, uh, podcast happy hour for March. Not really sure how that's going to go. We're all about to get together and we're not sure if we're going to be able to live stream it or not because we don't know like what the internet connection is going to be at, like where we're going. (laughs) So um, one way or another, y'all going to get a whole bunch of a whole bunch of fuck shit. Like I'm pretty sure that we'll record for everybody's show and then a podcast happy hour. So just be prepared for a whole lot of fucking trash ass episodes uh, from myself and um, Audrey at all tales and Jay book at Jay's quick three and Tamra, Tamra to the break of dawn podcast. Just, just be ready. It's just, it's going to be trash. I mean, it's going to be great trash, but you know, it's going to be trash. (laughs) All right. Until y'all hear me or maybe, 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 maybe see me again. Peace.